0: Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight Gonna have a little bit of afternoon delight Sky rockets in flight Man, my voice sounds awesome on this afternoon mic
1: Afternoon delight
0: you, you sound F, mate And it seems to me You lived your life like a candle in the wind. You do the harmonies. Never knowing who to cling to when the rain set in. And I would have liked to know you, but I was... Okay, I can't sing. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Advanced Analytics Podcast. My name is Guy Williams.
1: My name is Paul Williams.
0: And uh, we're going to talk about the NBA, probably everything but um, Advanced Analytics, but we might, who knows, we might have some stats this week. Seems unlikely.
1: I haven't got anything prepared.
0: I am so excited about Magic Mayhem. The segment we do where Paul recaps his favourite team, the Magic, this Yeah, week. well let's build to it. I'm so excited. And also we have some um, fan feedback in the show, uh, both positive and um, extremely negative. So I can't wait to get to that as well. Okay. Um, start first, though, as we always do, with the Week in Review. Week in Review. The um, 76ers are legit. I thought that was the biggest story of this week. They scored 47 points on the Golden State Warriors in a quarter. It's yeah. quite amazing. I mean, don't get me wrong, they're not they the, lost. Big, the big noise-making. They lost, yeah. They yeah. gave up 47 points in a quarter two. But what's interesting about them is that they do seem to have two legitimate like, future All-Stars. Or probably, knowing the way they're Easton, it's probably All-Stars this year, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons.
1: Mm. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Are you excited? How... Uh, I guess.
0: Joel Embiid scored 46 points and 15 rebounds versus the Lakers. Yeah, Ben That's, Simmons is averaging eighteen points, nine rebounds, eight assists, or eight rebounds, nine assists. I don't know. I couldn't didn't copy and paste into my document. properly <laughs> it's pretty good. It's I pretty think good. Rebounds
1: usually goes before assists, doesn't it? Oh, I don't know,
0: mate. I'm reading it backwards. Um, oh, what is PFT? Oh, personal fouls. All right. Um, how many personal
1: fouls is he averaging? <laughs>
0: uh, three, I
1: think. That's the advanced analytics for you.
0: Yeah, that's, we, we, people didn't
1: know they were going to get stats like that in there.
0: I um I have two major concerns because people are obviously very excited. The first thing uh, is Ben Simmons doesn't shoot threes Yeah, at all. He hasn't shot any. That's yeah. amazing, right? And I have some inside information here. I don't mean to be such a big NBA insider, especially coming from Auckland, New Zealand. But I went to the Summer League two years ago. And watched multiple Sixers games when he was playing. He was, like, injured straight after that and set out for the year. Um, It was hilarious watching other teams just not guard him on the three-point line. Just, like, literally leave him open. And it was a huge game because they are playing the Lakers. It was an amazing game. D'Angelo Russell hit the game winner. It was off the hook. And um, uh, they would leave him open and... The crowd would literally jeer when he was on the three-point line. Like the crowd would jeer, and he would, he would just pass it. He wouldn't even shoot it yeah, three. Yeah, I can relate to that. And I'm about. wondering when an NBA team's going to Rajon on Rondo? Him because you see the even the Golden State Warriors, a team famous for like leaving three-point shooters open and just daring them to shoot, they've done it to the Grizzlies so many times. Um, you know, uh, when are they going to? Um, when are people going to do it to Ben Simmons? I was like, oh, can mm-hmm. they do it to Ben Simmons? Because obviously players already re- realize that the drives are what you're to defend on. Yeah. Um, you have it done to you, Paul How does it feel? Like you're a um, guard Who passes and goes to the hoop And can't shoot Yeah um, I'm amazed you acknowledge You can't shoot there that was, no, That's well, a sure of you
1: That's like my signature calling card <laughs> yeah. It's like bricking one three per game And then yeah. not shooting anymore um, um,
0: Yeah, how does it feel When people just leave you And disrespect you like that?
1: Uh, I never think of it As that much of a disrespect I always think of it As them respecting the drive <laughs> yeah.
0: Put on a positive spin, yeah. yeah? Now
1: they're they're backing up because they know they can't guard me, yeah, or they just can't be bothered. Um, yeah, maybe, but uh, but I I usually might try one, Mm. and if that goes down, then I might try another, yeah. But if it doesn't, well, Ben Simmons should do that as well because
0: I'd like to see him at least dribble a couple up. up. I mean, he will get better, I guess that's what everyone's assuming, right. But if he can't shoot threes, it's like he's got the same problem that Lonzo Ball does. Mm. Just Lonzo Ball can't even make a layup either, so that's the double problem. Although shout to Lonzo, made uh, I don't want to beat up on him. He made a uh, triple double today. Mm. Um, The other thing I want to bring up, because everyone's talking about um, uh, Joel Embiid with the asterisks, he's like he's great. He could be like the next Hakeem Olajuwon, but um, he's so prone to injury. I've talked about this for years in real in, in IRL, and I bring it to the podcast. Yeah, we need a statistic in the NBA that measures the player's chances of getting injured. Yeah, I call it injury propensity, and that's all I've done. I've come up with the idea, the name—great yeah. name, injury propensity. Who, would, in
1: who do you great. reckon would lead the league in injury propensity? Who
0: like Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, um, who are injury-prone players? Just never gone the court. Uh,
1: Tyreek Evans. <laughs>
0: There's a lot of play. Oh, De-
1: oh. oh, what about Chandler Parsons?
0: Daniel,
1: <laughs> I've seen him play like three. games. I reckon
0: he's injured just because he's not good at basketball. So he's like, he's like the kid, yeah. you know, the kid who can't do cross country good. So he's like always doing <laughs> <getting> sick cards. <laughs> yeah. That's Chandler Parsons. Chandler so <laughs> Parsons. I can't live up to my twenty million dollar contract. Lot.
1: His parents are writing him a lot of notes to take <laughs> <Yeah>. to... <the laughs> Chandler
0: code. can't play for the Memphis Grizzlies today. He's feeling <laughs> unwell. Um, nah, uh, I had the paper gone to my head. Oh, he's gone from my head. Oh, he, he played for the Nuggets, and he plays for the Clippers. Daniello Gallinari. Yeah. Like, he's ridiculous. Like, he's, he falls over and gets injured all the time. Yeah. And that's why it annoys me when people talk about how good the Clippers could be... Or how great the rockets are, you have to factor in injury propensity. These are teams that have recruited players. Oh, the Cavs—they've got all these old guys that are just going to get injured. Mm. Like the, LeBron, and it's, a, it's also a strength as well. Like LeBron's injury propensity would be so good; he's so
1: yeah. infrequently that injured
0: that, like, what well, it's like a it's like a strength to his game, mm. as, 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 stre- as strong as LeBron's um, uh, passing ability is, is his ability to be on the
1: court during the that playoffs. H-G-H. We okay. heard it here first guys Google it Okay, H-G-H <laughs> You're
0: accusing LeBron of um, doping on the podcast? Yeah All
1: All right. Right. Well, Big time
0: Big cause But I guess you've got to start big somewhere Big time We both believe that Usain Bolt's a bit dodgy in the sprinting Yeah Usain Bolt 100% Although when I was researching um, Usain Bolt
1: Look up um, incarcerated <laughs> Bob Talking about LeBron and H E H
0: Incarcerated Bob yeah. Okay No I had a bad run because I've been trying to research Usain Bolt for a long time, and when you're just sing in New Zealand on your laptop, it's not very easy to do. But every hundred meter sprinter for the last twenty years has been on drugs or found mm. doping later on. Um, I, have,
1: I have. I want to go on record and say I have zero doubt Usain Bolt is not a drug cheat. Well, you zero. can't. You
0: can't find. You can't find any real evidence on the internet, right? Which, which is which is well, makes sense. And I thought I was finding in a, in a, why would the
1: leave evidence on the instant.
0: I went on I went on a deep dive. Well, like just some articles or some good quotes or something like yeah. that. There's a few things that are definitely pointing in the direction, like the Jamaican team's you know, dodgy history and yeah, almost man. all his teammates have been suspended or everyone but him's been suspended at some point or another. But um I was I found some information one time I was talking about this um this, this dodgy um, European sw- sprinter, white guy who was dodgy, who was saying everyone was dodgy. And that was quite interesting. But as I scrolled down the page, um, I realised that the same um, comment section was also talking about how Jewish people were running um, world athletics. And that's when I was like, uh-oh, what website I am, am I on? And I scrolled to the top, and I was on a white supremacy chat room. <laughs> and uh, that's when I stopped researching Usain Bolt doping allegations. I'm like, oh... <laughs> um,
1: well, I, I want to say, all the listeners out there, oh, man. I want you to do some research into Steve Mullings, man. He's innocent, <laughs> free Steve Mullings. Who's he's Steve a, Mullings? He's Just a Jamaican sprinter. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He was banned for life because he
0: wouldn't do dro- drugs.
1: Nah, no, nah, Because he um he went to college. The Jamaicans. Oh, he wouldn't stay in Jamaica. He wouldn't stay in Jamaica, and he Jamaica, and he, yeah. he qualified for the Olympic team, and they wanted him to give up his part, his role, yeah, his spot for someone else, and he wouldn't. Yeah. So they um faked a drug test. Yeah. And uh they got a banned for life, man. Look at it, go on his pledge me, man. Read the whole thing. What's it's his, either pledge me or what's a GoFund. pledge fund. me for? Uh, I think he was fundraising for his book, which I think he's released. To be honest, I should read that. Um but shout out Steve Marlowe. You wanna do
0: research, but you don't wanna do that. You wanna do like an hour late at night, like two o'clock in the morning. You don't want to do a book worth of research. Yeah,
1: no, so just read the GoFund. Also a badly written, I think I think it's a, a badly
0: b- written book by a um, a drug riddled former <laughs> runner. No, sorry, <laughs> clean. actually non-drug riddled yeah, former runner, clean.
1: Um uh, just read basically the the GoFundMe or the PledgeMe or whatever it is. Probably says everything the book's going to say anyway. Like You're it's there's <laughs> basically a novel there.
0: Yeah, how are you going to get funding for the book unless you put all the gold in the PledgeMe buyer? Yeah, yeah. Um, this doesn't Steve explain Mahler's. it though. Like, why if if, if these dopes are, drugs are so good and they can stop getting injured, why isn't every NBA player doing what LeBron does?
1: Mm, well, I reckon I, I reckon most are. I think there's a real drug problem.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe. Uh, or what, why Embiid uh, needs to get on that then because yeah, he'd prob- have a bad uh, he probably is activity. now, and it should be measured. And every team should. have... I don't know how to do the stat. Um, me and uh, my boy Andrew have been trying to work it out. He's a genuine analytics nerd, and he um, uh, he reckons he's actually been working on the stat a little bit. I came up with the concept, but he's yeah. going to do the math. And he wasn't even going to give me the other day. when watching NBA right around in my place. He wasn't even going to give me um, any any rights to the if he came up with the stat like to the like any. Proceeds,
1: yeah. Fair enough.
0: That's a bit rough. Well, I, mean, oh, I came up with the name, the idea.
1: Yeah, we can just change the name, get a better name.
0: No, you can't get a better name than injury propensity. Anyway, look out for that in the future. We've got we're like rivals. We're like I'm like the USA, and he's like Russia, trying to develop the space program. That's what we're like. Um, okay, next story in the weekend review. The point is, Joe Almby gets injured. I guess in conclusion, uh, the <laughs> that's a real hot take. Um, speaking of injuries. The Warriors are doing... This is a this is a scoop. The Warriors... Well, not really a scoop. Everyone knows it. The Warriors are doing what the NBA tried to rule out this year. Yeah,
1: they're spursing.
0: What, yeah, they're resting players. But it's they're just spursing. easily getting around it by just saying they're injured. Yeah. Kevin Durant just sat out against the Nets um, with a, quote, sprained ankle. Yeah. And um, Steph Curry's done it and Kevin Durant's done it actually twice already. Yeah. Um,
1: well, surely it's... What are they meant to do? Like, um, test their ankles? No, just
0: put... Oh yeah, like how do they prove it? Yeah, yeah.
1: they're like go around like, does <laughs> it hurt? And he's like, yep. And they're like, okay. You well, what pussed.
0: if they said, what if they said, if you sit out a game, you have to sit out two games? I guess they'd be they'd be shooting themselves in the mm. foot. They were like, great, we'll sit out Kevin Durant two games. Just pick two. <laughs> Give him extra week game, and the, yeah, um, they're like, we want to sit him out, and we'll be. I'm going to argue that it's a good thing to rest players.
1: it's not yeah. a good thing. It's a good thing. Oh yeah,
0: because the Warriors are playing the Golden State. Uh, the sorry, the um, Brooklyn Nets. Unfortunately, the Brooklyn Nets have major injury concerns as well. So. Oh, really, that was no the chance.
1: saddest thing I've ever seen when, when Jeremy Lynn went down.
0: Why was it so sad? Oh, he's got bad injury propensity. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of and, and he injured. was just yeah. like,
1: I'm done, I'm done. And he was like borderline crying and just slapping the ground saying, I'm done. Hmm. And it was like the start of the season. It was going to be such a fun season for them as well.
0: Do we reckon people get too sad about injuries though? Like the guy, I mean, these are just basketball players.
1: Yeah. No, but I feel like, Hayward, the, the occasionally, like people
0: like acted like he died on Yeah. That. He's still alive. He's having a great life. He's in fact he's better because he gets to play League of Legends more often. That's true. But like I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a horrific injury, and it's very sad. It's sad for the Celtics fans, but it's just it's just men shooting a ball to a hoop at the end of the day. Um so I'm gonna argue that resting players is a good thing for the NBA because it's a more level game without Kevin Durant. Mm. The Warriors have four all stars yeah. and two superstars. It
1: is sad though, don't you think, when you're like Ah oh, I I grew up in in rural New Zealand and I finally made it over to <laughs> San Francisco I to, had see, to see my hero, my lifelong hero, Kevin Durant play. And I've saved up all my money and I did, I did some charity shows to raise funds and then you get to the game and there's like, he's just, he doesn't want to play. He he's play. tired. He's
0: t- yeah. Well, that, that's exactly what happened to me. I booked a ticket. I spent yeah. 800 us dollars on a good seat at golden state to watch warriors play, um, uh Cavs and another reason to hate LeBron is he sat out that game. Yeah. He sat out a prime TV game. Yeah. Um that was so frustrating.
1: Exactly. Well, this is why why are you saying that the league should allow it?
0: Oh well I'm just saying it, against the Brooklyn Nets it's a more fun game to see them yeah.
1: out. The game when you when you're not there and haven't paid that yeah, money. Yeah,
0: good point. <laughs> um okay well it's just interesting to see that um uh happening. But this is what really I thought was fascinating. As I was like, this is quite awkward because if he is faking an injury or just exaggerating, he's got a sore ankle. Um, what happens if they're playing tomorrow night against New York and he shows up and plays? Like, like hey, wouldn't you sprain an I He's like, got better in a day, right? Yeah. Turns out they've got a few days rest. Who is Golden State playing on Thursday in three days time? Cleveland? OKC.
1: Oh. OK,
0: he's going back. I think he's going back. Let me just double check that. What if
1: his ankle isn't better? What? If his ankle wasn't better. He's
0: going back to Chesapeake Energy Arena. <laughs> Did
1: you just Google the name of the arena?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This one said it quite slowly, and I always want to say Chicopeasy, Um, yeah. but no, uh, nice Chesapeake Energy Arena. Uh, uh, clever idea, though. It's just like an oil yeah. company, I think, that funds the um, uh, Thunder. But they give it an American Indian name, so it sounds like you don't diss it. When really, it's just a dirty oil company. They like, may as well call it like kill the kill the whales. Yeah. Um, energy arena. Um, okay. That is crazy, though, that he's sitting out a Brooklyn Nets game where only he probably needs to play 25 minutes to yeah. build up to play Wassel Westbrook and to go back into that arena. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, m- maybe. M- or maybe he sits out the next one as well.
0: Did you see how. No, no he's not sitting out versus OKC on. No. He might. It's one of the biggest games. You can get found fined $100,000. It's crazy, eh? yeah.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. What great.
0: else is crazy is how bad. I didn't realise how bad, because I've hated the. Um, no huge Kevin Durant fan, but I've hated the story of him making fake accounts, right? Yeah. Um, did you see how bad those fake accounts were? Like how like he was making fake accounts, and there was the few famous ones where people found on Twitter. He was um uh dissing uh just some guys who just and they're like, they're like You don't know the people dissing him, calling him a snake and stuff, and he was like, Oh, you don't know how tough it was. He had no support, it was just him and Russ. What he said wasn't that bad on Twitter. yeah What he said on Instagram was messed up. He was arguing with kids. They haven't proven this account was his, yeah. but it seems like him. Like the account was named after two streets where he grew up in the small town um, outside Washington D.C. Um, he was arguing with kids and like dissing kids about their own playing career.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I quite liked that.
0: <laughs> no, you like it's a thirteen-year-old kid. He's like you yeah. can't even play JV. You know, yeah, well,
1: imagine if if that kid played KD. Yeah, he would get on. <laughs> so stay in your lane. Yeah. And don't take shots unless you can back it up.
0: <laughs> well, I'm a big KD fan. I yeah. like the guy. Well, you're also a big... Um, well, KD just seems like he's got issues, eh? Um, I like him. And I hate when people write, oh, I hope he finds help. Like, you do not. I when people on the internet say that, I hope you find help. Why? My... <laughs> yeah, <he's...
1: laughs> I hope he doesn't he finds help. help.
0: I hope he finds happiness. When someone says on the internet, I hope you find happiness, they do not hope that it would cynical bug. It's like when someone calls you buddy on the internet. They do not mean you're buddy. My okay. other pet peeve on the internet right now is when people say... Um, who, when people are having a bitter argument and someone say, who hurt you? I'm just waiting for one of these days for people yeah. to go, um, actually, my dad, or something like that. Yeah. Um, sorry, um, you're a big KD fan. Do you know who else you're a big fan of?
1: Um,
0: Atlanta Magic. Yeah. And do you know uh, what time it is?
1: It's that time, right about that time, for the stars to roll on out.
0: I am so excited.
1: Okay, here's the theme song. I love you. Sit down. The I
0: used to
1: be jealous of my love we taking every game personal I'm a All around me are familiar faces, burnt out places, burnt out places And I think it's kind of funny, I think it's kind of sad <laughs> <laughs> you, the best you
0: watched made, the game last night.
1: Mad world. Yeah, I because you really know if like... I
0: text you going if you watched the Magic game, yeah. yet? it's either going to be a great game, yeah. but more likely.
1: No, so I was expecting a comeback the whole time. I was, I, I wrote out an angry text to you because I watched the whole game waiting for their comeback.
0: No, I, I try and text you without giving away the
1: result. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. you succeeded. I was expecting but it. I
0: was going to say, don't bother watching it. Would you have preferred I said, don't bother watching it?
1: Nah, I wanted to see it. Okay.
0: Well, the Magic no, you... fans were up in arms on Reddit. Um, for people who don't know, the Magic played the Utah Jazz, the struggling Utah Jazz, and lost by 40 points. And it wasn't like they went down like the Nuggets lost today to the Lakers, where they go down by 20 in the first quarter and never get back. They were just like clinically destroyed by like 10 points every quarter at home
1: mm. in so front of the home, tie- in
0: fortress Amway arena in uh, the beauty palace yeah, yeah. itself.
1: I think it tied the worst ever home loss. Yeah. And the and the last one where they lost by 40 was like in like 1991
0: to like, the Michael Jordan, Chicago
1: Bulls. <laughs> um, and it was, it was, it was actually like going on to magic Reddit.
0: They were so depressed. It
1: was, no, it was like, it was like a, it was like a, they were doing taking the piss. Yeah. Because, uh, a few days, like, you know, it was like a week ago yeah, that we were so happy. And it was such a happy and fun place to be, it was yeah. Orlando Magic Reddit. Yeah. Last night, I just took a screenshot, because three of the things in a row, three of like the posts. The first one was, can we please trade Nikola Vucevic? <laughs> the next one was, trade Alfred Payton ASAP. And then the third one was, dismantle this... Open team immediately. <laughs> I love because, like, literally a week ago, it was like Nikola Vucevic goat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Red is known for not being um, stable. Vucevic is has been good for them. He's yeah. been one of like the breakout stars in their world. Although
1: I, I, I do admit, last night he had bad attitude. He, nah, yeah, he looks bad. Yeah. Like the ease in which Derek favors. Yeah was scoring yeah. was insane. He had like...
0: What did David for Favre's had? Like 30 points.
1: Okay, can I just... And bring up... like The Utah Jazz had... Ikpe Udo playing. Yeah. Like who knew he was in the league? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's grim, man. Yeah, it was... Oh, man. That was hard to his stomach. Yeah. That was hard. I felt sick.
0: And so... <laughs> they've got the... Um, the the doing well at the moment. Pacers up next. Then they've got to play the yeah. Celtics. Or game. they've got
1: their ex ex teammate Victor Ola Depot. Oh, shout, shouts So them. how you
0: feel? You feeling optimistic?
1: Yeah yeah, I'm still optimistic. They win one of the next two. But um they do have like it, it was weird watching last night yeah. and watching their early games. They were just two different teams. So last night they just didn't pass the ball at all. Yeah. The first few games they like passed they were a team yeah. and they played hard defense. Last night there was zero defense and just zero passing the ball. It was mental. Well, that's... Like, like, um, the guy said how many assists they... Like, assisted baskets they had. Yeah. And they had so few. Was it Utah Jazz good defense, maybe? No, it it just seemed like a refusal to pass the ball. Yeah. It looked more like last year, where it would just be like... Like, one pass to Evan Fournier, and he'd dribble around a bit. Yeah. And then him and Vucevic would do some weird two-man action. Yeah. And then, like, Fournier would jack it. But...
0: The 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 Magic fans were getting flashbacks um, from last year. Um, okay, so that's sad, and we'll keep on following that. I actually love that we track the Magic every year and it, every week, and it makes me quite excited to um, uh, to see like the Magic like one of my chicken because ga- there's so many games that are a waste mm. of time like any game versus the Bulls, Suns. Um, well, Mets. The thing,
1: yeah, the thing about the so many the bad magic, teams in the NBA. We were actually talking tanking, about the other Mavericks. day, the other day off ear. Yeah. We're talking about how the Grizzlies have been like consistently quite good for like the yeah. l- for like quite a few years now. Yeah, and then we're talking about the Magic. Yeah, and and actually, who would like, you rather be? No, no, no. We weren't still talking about that. You're just making that up. Well, right? What were we talking about? we will just. We, we were like graphing the line of the of the Grizzlies, and it was like a straight line. Yeah. And then the Magic was like, zig, like zigzagging yeah. as heck. Like in the Magic's history, Yeah. there's been some great highs. Yeah. A couple of fin- finals appearances. Huge highs. But there's been some
0: ultimate lows. Yeah. Tragic lows. lows. And losing and like it 40 happened. points to the Utah Jazz yeah. at home.
1: So it's a real ride. <laughs> so anyone looking for a team. To I, I recommend jumping on the magic bandwagon. Well, I, I enjoy,
0: I'm not on the bandwagon, but I quite enjoy just like following every day and seeing how your life is going. And um, uh, But that is, as we move now to um, some of the feedback of the show, that is one of the things. Uh, um, Andrew, Andrew, the same guy who is, is cutting me out of my um, injury propensity money, yeah. he, um, his, his feedback was, there's no way you can um, talk about the magic, Aladdin magic for more than two minutes of podcast. And I was like, no, I enjoy the chat. Yeah. He, um, he was the harsh feedback. We moved
1: down to the feedback of the show. It's the um, highlight of the episode. He, best, he, best theme music of the episode. It's well. Definitely
0: best theme movie, but That's just because you tried harder on that theme <laughs> so. music. Um, um, really Andrew said, in- um, his review of the podcast was, there's um, three hours of my life I will not get back. And I was like, for a start, none of the podcasts went hour long, so it wasn't three hours. Second of all, I didn't know there was parts of your life that you could get back, Mr. Time Traveller slash Critic. Also, don't be mean to us.
1: Um, but don't get down,
0: Paul. I see you getting depressed over there.
1: Yeah, you didn't say that to me.
0: Don't get depressed, all right? Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of good things to come out, and um, we've also had some positive feedback. We have had two reviews on iTunes. Okay. four, Five stars, baby. Five stars. Both of them. Five star reviews. Thank you to um, Nick Collison's Shoes. That's a, um, a reviewer who um, called cool. the podcast legendary. Everyone knows that when you want to get a review, some people say Guardian, New York Times, no. You want Nick Colson Shoes to re- review you. He said it's the best thing to happen to New Zealand basketball since the New Zealand Breakers Burger King sponsorship. <laughs> uh, which I, don't, I think he probably meant the Tall Blacks, but we won't we won't split here. No,
1: they, they also sponsor the Breakers.
0: Um, the second five-star review was actually more of a... Um, a uh, well, actually Hungry Jacks, the Australian version yeah. of Burger King.
1: No, but Burger King... Used to has always been a sponsor, actually.
0: The um, uh, just to go technical on you here, um, I'm actually a big Breaker Super fan, and the yeah. um, sponsor on the jersey was Carl's Jr. Um, until they had to black it out when Hungry
1: Jacks took over as league sponsor,
0: right? With comically okay. well, large years ago, advertisements, if I'm sure players, early Breaker's days,
1: yeah, they break, Burger King was definitely a sponsor, if if maybe not on the uniform. <laughs> But they were they were paying, they were giving them some money. If sure. um
0: if NBA players think they got problems with sponsors on jerseys, then you need to check out the um, Australian a, NBL boy.
1: Here's a quick fun. The question.
0: Townsville Crocodiles uniform was designed by McDonald's, and they had huge golden arches like on their shorts. Those like,
1: were cool unis, man. I liked those. They were like, not good heavy, cool unis. No, Sorry, they, 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 they dropped your
0: fun fat. You oh no!
1: Well, if if you had a team, what fast food chain would you have as a sponsor?
0: Uh, I would like. Uh, I'm a big fan of. How's pizza? I don't
1: know. Oh yeah. They yep. got terrible. I feel like F- I'd F- want a New F-CM Zealand though. companies. Yeah, I'd go Burger Fuel. Man, that sea and cheese from Burger Fuel. Yeah, but the logo again the aesthetics are terrible. Yeah, their their branding's not great. Yeah. Um I think they need to re- Hey Burger Fuel if you're listening. I I dabble in a bit of graphic design and I'll do your rebrand you, the for v- the lot. I'll do it for a few vouchers, man. <laughs> and I could I reckon your your product is so good and you could take over the world with just a slightly better look i reckon better new zealand aspect.
0: has better burgers in america i'm gonna come out and say it i think
1: that i think burger fuel c and cheese is the best burger in the world
0: okay wow <laughs> um, but
1: the other uh i do love five guys burgers and fries yeah i went a lot recently shake I- shake hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place I was—I uh, don't know if you know—I was actually over in Europe recently. In and out
0: sucks. Sorry, keep I was just saying those. I was saying Five here. Guys
1: Burgers and Fries. Just cash money. money.
0: But New Zealand's got so many good the, burgers.
1: The cheese up in there is going ham. Shout
0: out to Burger Burger. Shout out to uh, Better Burger. Shout out to Burger Fuel. Not shout out to Burger Wisconsin. What other good ones do we have? That's about it. But now. Nah. Good burgers in New Zealand anyway. If you're American and you're listening to this, come down to New Zealand. Check us out. Um, second review is more of a question. So this is going to be the next segment of the show. Um, it's a five-star review. It says, decent podcast on the NBA, question mark. Yeah, question mark. doesn't really make much sense. Decent podcast on the NBA? Yeah? Is that what, it's what it It's from is? Bearded, New Zealand. And he writes, fun time... Needs a fantasy segment so we can delve more into Paul's fantasy team, weekly breakdowns including waiver pickups, trades, winners-losers on his roster. Um, So this is not a review, I guess, more of a request. By the way, guys, we appreciate any review, so thank you from the bottom of our heart. Uh, Unless it's not a five-star review, in this case, get the F out of here, we don't need you. uh, thank you to those two people. That genuinely, I'm genuinely stoked about it. And we do have to ask Paul about his fantasy team because he puts so much time into it, and he's genuinely quite good at fantasy, which is amazing because he is a dump F at everything else. I've,
1: I've, I've never finished outside the top two in my league in terms of regular season. Sometimes they bomb out of the playoffs, but uh, in terms of regular season, always I'm good. top two.
0: Yeah. Well, the playoffs are hard in fantasy because um, every you can every good player gets rested.
1: Yeah, um, the last and just—it's like you can just have one bad week, and mm-hmm. all the teammate, the team you're playing, just gets real hot.
0: Before we kiss your ass about your fantasy skills, can we just, um, yeah, can I just bully you a little bit about your the weird thing? Because you think someone who's good at fantasy normally, are people who are good at maths. Andrew was quite good at it. He's good at um, statistics and analytics. Uh, friend Matt is good at it. He's an accountant nerd. Um, like Paul, yeah, idiot. Seventh form at school it was the last year of school. No. Paul's subjects. I'm going to list the subjects Paul did at
1: school. Well, I doubt you know them. Dancing. No. Art subjects.
0: Photography. No,
1: didn't take that.
0: And um, probably like performing arts. No. And PE.
1: Here's what I took. <laughs> Music.
0: Yeah. Dancing. Yeah. Drama. Yeah. Dancing.
1: Art design. <laughs> art history. <laughs> Creative writing yeah. and I, that was all I took, and then I eventually halfway through the year, probably less, I dropped art history
0: because you thought it was at the girls' school, and then it wasn't so you like no, it uh, was at
1: the girls' school, yeah, and there yeah. weren't many guys <laughs> in the class and it wasn't really it was it was like it was like talking about like the like i don't know art uh, history no it wasn't even really that it was like breaking down these paintings, yeah that's uh, art like history and about like the it was like, there was like maths involved and yeah, stuff. It's art That's, history. Nah, man. I don't like, yeah. Well. Yeah. You're, you're
0: like, okay. Um, just to give you a clue of Paul's academics. Um, he, uh, okay. One day artist. I came home from school. What?
1: I'm an artiste. One, one day
0: I came home from school. Yeah. And um, Paul's at the um breakfast uh, on the on the breakfast... What do you call it in America? They call it like a breakfast... Uh, just bench? the bench.
1: The bench. Yeah, the bench. What do you
0: call it in America? They call it a like breakfast nook or something like that.
1: The bre- breakfast bench?
0: Breakfast bench. He was at the breakfast bench on the computer. This is back when we started to plug in the computer into the wall to get internet. We didn't have Wi-Fi. And um, he was uh, on the computer. And I was like, you're doing your homework, mate? And he was like, yep. And then I walked around and looked at the computer screen and he was um, photoshopping cats' heads onto the poster for The Matrix, and he changed with Photoshop the name of the poster from The Matrix to The Catrix.
1: It was gold. (laughs) It was genius. Okay.
0: So, anyway, somehow, despite trying to avoid academics at all time, you have somehow managed to um, Mm. become a savant at fantasy basketball. Yeah. And um, how's your season going this year? Give us us an overview. Uh,
1: I'm currently second... On The table, Well oh, what's your team called? The Nelson Suns. You
0: stole that name from me.
1: Well, you stole it from the Nelson Nel- Suns. Shout out
0: to the Nelson Suns, yeah, yeah. Okay, I did, yeah,
1: true. Um,
0: what was your team called before that?
1: Uh, it used to be Ball called and Danilo and Friends. Danilo,
0: oh, you chose the player and Friends, that's quite a good name,
1: yeah. So Danilo, but, but I lost, I didn't draft when those this.
0: players go to your team, then it's weird when your team's called yeah. The so and I kept last
1: year, I didn't have him on my team yeah. and I kept the name and it was weird, yeah. And then I was like, it's weird, it's a risky move. That's my first fantasy tip is don't put a player's name in your team name because <laughs> then you'll feel you have to draft them every year. Yeah, even especially you if don't they're like them. Ricky Rubio. I don't even like Danilo Gallinari, but I was no. just like, I was tied to him. Yeah. Now I'm free.
0: Yeah. And so the Nelson Suns, what are they up to?
1: Uh, so we're second on the table at the moment and uh, I have still I still feel like I haven't fully started playing yet. I'm still like... What do you
0: mean you haven't started playing Well, I'm yet?
1: still... I, I, I like to show... A bit of patience, and actually, to do a trade the other day that I'm possibly going to regret, yeah, because uh, I I was kind of like a bit bored and but patience is big in fantasy basketball. Like so not I'm still I'm, your players just I'm, I'm still, still evaluating games. the t- the team I drafted, and I I have picked up a few free agents, hmm. but um,
0: how much prep did you do for the draft?
1: Quite a bit, I'd, I'd like hours. Yeah, ten. Uh, doubt that.
0: So, l- I, I guess I guess you have built up, like, because you've been doing fantasy hard for, like, three years. Yeah. So, you have built up knowledge. Last year, I did a draft. I was in a fantasy league with Paul. And in the draft, you actually drafted no players. I did the thing of, um, I spent all my money in the first three picks. Because mm. there's no way LeBron James is going for $52. So, I bid yeah. $53. And so, then it's an auction him.
1: draft, yeah.
0: In an auction draft, yeah. Paul... Everyone else had picked all the players, and Paul still had hardly picked a player. Yeah, your most expensive player so was like Kimba Walker or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. Often in auction drafts, I'm, I feel I'm usually the last person to start bidding. Yeah, and the first person to finish. Yeah, because the theory for me has always been, one never have the highest ceiling. Yeah, but I like to always have uh, the the highest floor. That
0: is good. That is good. That is that's actually wisdom. Don't yeah. have the highest. Don't worry about the highest ceiling. ceiling. Worry about having oh, the highest yeah. floor. So that's always great.
1: have. You, you'll make sure your worst players are better than anyone else's worst players. That's
0: a, that's a genuinely good team. And
1: uh, and I, fi- I find that way because if if you put all your eggs into the one basket, yeah. and that basket gets injured, yeah. then it hurts your team so much. For oh, my, my team, an injury, the story doesn't matter of my life. I'll take but, um, you home. But uh, a few fantasy man. players I want to shout out for my team so far. Otto Porter, man, that's my guy. Yeah. Uh, he just does a little bit of everything, and he's, he's just he's just kind of pretty solid. He's kind of having a second um,
0: good year, eh?
1: Yeah. But, uh, I mean, to be honest, my team has, I feel, been underperforming so far. Well, who's underperforming? Uh, Draymond, Jimmy Butler.
0: Oh, Jimmy Butler. So those are
1: my two big stars. Oh, don't you have uh, and Ol- G- Oladipo? Yeah, Oladipo's been good. He's been good, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, no, shout out to Depot. No, uh, there's
0: another guy around there. Um who's the guy who play for the Paul Nets? Paul
1: millsap has been disappointing so far. Paul millsap
0: has been shocking. Who's the guy for the Pacers? He used to play for the Nets. Who you were saying he was disappointed the uh, other day? Lanky. Oh, Thaddeus Young. Thaddeus Young, yeah. Yeah. Bad.
1: Uh no, he started really well and he's He's kind of fallen off. But the thing is, I don't want to talk about this too much because, like, people from my league could be listening. (laughs) But to be honest, I'm trying to move Thaddeus Young right now. You're
0: insane. You're actually a crazy person. No, but
1: here's the thing. Thaddeus Young is is hurting my free throat. They can still hear
0: you if you're whispering into a microphone.
1: Yeah, but (laughs) Thaddeus Young.
0: So he's uh, He's good for steals and stuff, but... But no, but he's like, say fake news on the podcast, talk up Thaddeus Young, and then trade him away.
1: Okay. Man, Thaddeus Young. Hot. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> good luck.
0: And you um, here's another thing. You don't, which I thought was quite good, because I would always, A, do what you did and put my eggs in one basket, like get some marquee players. Mm. Not like I wouldn't try and get the little bronze of the world or Steph Curry, but I'd get some marquee players. And um, the other mistake, I'd always try and reg my team to punt a category. Like it would normally be yeah. Um, turnovers. Yeah, yeah. But don't do that. That's your tip. Yeah, okay. I
1: don't like doing that. I, th- I think you should try and be as good as possible in every category. Yeah. Because, yeah, what if you're punting something? Yeah. And then you come up against a te- another team who's kind of punting that. Yeah. Oh. But they still just beat you Mate, in it.
0: I'm glad I'm not playing fantasy this league, yeah, because these are the stories of my life. Um, okay. Uh, so th- thank you to the people who reviewed the podcast. Thank you so much. And thank you for anyone on a question. Um, tweet us a question as well. We're on the Twitters. We're on the Facebooks. You can probably just find Paul's personal Facebook. That can't be that hard. Hit him up with a question. Yeah. We'll just email them. It's not that hard. Um, tweet me. Okay. Or, oh no, don't write an Instagram comment. I don't check those. Okay. Um, uh, get to a segment that I forgot to do last week, which is um, my emails that I sent to the starters podcast, which they didn't put on their podcast, and that's why we started this podcast, so my questions can be read out on a podcast. I genuinely think these questions are good, but they're like two years old, so they change a little bit. This is yeah. the question that I wrote to the starters that they didn't read out. Kia ora from New Zealand again. All right. Okay. It's embarrassing that I wrote referencing my last failed email. Yeah. I have another question. Why? I'm such a loser. This is actually painful for me to read, but I need to suffer this pain for science. Besides the Spurs, the first 10 years of the 2000s were defined by three heritage franchises led by three franchise players. Kobe and the Lakers, Pierce and the Celtics, Iverson and the 76ers. In your opinion which franchise has done the best job of moving on from their fading superstar in the 2010s? Cheers again, Guy.
1: Okay, I'm going to say I think that's your best question. Thank you. That well, out writes. of two. I mean, still not great. Still not Wizard of Oz level. Yeah, okay. But, um, okay, what's your answer? See, well, I me... think
0: this is fascinating because at the time I actually wrote um, down like my views on it. In mm. a, this is embarrassing. But um, I thought... By a no brainer, the um, Lakers had done the best job. Because remember, this is before, yeah. this is before um, the Sixers um, write... and the Celtics worked out. Okay, yeah. So the the reason being is there's a lot to be said for keeping a franchise player. Kobe yeah. was playing his last season, and I'd been to watch him play at Staples Center and the love of the fans there and how passionate they were. Mm. And I'm so against Philadelphia tanking. Where they Everyone remembers Philadelphia Possibly now People saw up on Philadelphia They're like One of the marquee teams I see they're playing The London game this year Everyone loves Philadelphia No one forgets it For three years They literally ruined the NBA By tanking so hard Their games were unwatchable No one was at their games Like they were hated And that's why I think The NBA should have a Relegation league Like football does To try and I mean mean, um, Soccer uh, yeah, to yeah. to bump um, to bump team to punish teams, so you can't just languish the NBA is like an un- uh, it's an artificial yeah. um, advantage to bad teams I think so it's so annoying that you can tank so at that time the process hadn't worked the set, I think the they, are, hadn't they are
1: thinking of rejigging it right the lottery
0: yeah they are they're going to rejig the odds a little bit I like
1: that because the magic usually uh, don't tank into ba- the bottom aren't three quite bad enough yeah
0: <laughs> yeah so. It seemed like um, the Lakers now have done the worst because while they got to maintain their pride and Kobe retired as Laker, um, now the Celtics and 76ers are looking amazing, even ahead of schedule. Like this year, the 76ers program have two All Stars, like in their rookie, it's crazy. And um, Celtics, unbelievable. Like, the, the, the lesson we've learned from this and from this email, which I think is so interesting, is cut your stars. As soon as they're gone, mm. like the Celtics took great advantage of trading Pierce, a guy who wanted to be a Celtic for life. They cold-bloodedly yeah. traded him, and it turned out fine. He, he They ended up getting him back at the end so he could retire as a Celtic or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, he had a nice send-off. Um, what the 76ers did to Iverson was cruel, but at the same time it was going to be cruel just watching him languish with the 76ers. Yeah. So, and they eventually came I can, back and kissed. I can the floor definitely and stuff. see it
1: from both sides. I mean, in terms of basketball. Yeah. like You cut him. This, yeah, the South ruthless. Get rid of him.
0: As soon as possible. Move yeah. on. Yeah.
1: But I feel like if you've got Kobe Bryant.
0: Yeah. No, the Lakers should have cut him. Look at the Lakers. No, and the Lakers managed to get the best of both worlds because they got two high draft picks because they were bad with Kobe. Yeah. But look at the position right now. Who's in the best position? Definitely not the Lakers.
1: Yeah, no, I, know, I know. But I'm just saying, I can see. Why, they they would keep him.
0: Yeah,
1: and um, and I don't think I, I, I'm not going to say they did the wrong thing by keeping Kobe.
0: Well, it's well compared to Sixers and Celtics, I think like they definitely did.
1: No, well, like obviously now they're not as good. Yeah, but like they had they had Kobe, and okay. He retired. Like, well, don't you look. think? It, don't you think it would have been sad to see Kobe? Well, it was sad to like, see
0: Alan Iverson play for the good lord Denver Nuggets. But they did it, and it was mm. horrible. He played so for I, the Detroit. He yeah, played but, for the Memphis mm. Grizzlies. AI! I think, this is a, I think there's a
1: difference between Kobe and. I uh, always underrated, man.
0: Nah. Nah. Kobe just lucky he had Shaq. AI didn't have Shaq. Um, okay, so let's go back to the question then. In your opinion, which franchise. Has done the best job of m- moving on from their fantasy stup- uh, their fading superstar.
1: Boston Celtics.
0: Yeah, they he's, they also got lucky though because they uh, ran into the stupidest team in the world, the Brooklyn Nets.
1: Yeah, but like, I, I think the main way thing is, too much is they have got again. a great coach.
0: Yeah, but no, but they got those crazy picks.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true
0: um, And 76ers like, I,
1: I think they're just a, I think they're a well-run team Yeah, no, they are Because they've definitely. got a great coach And they've drafted so well
0: Yeah, yeah, no, no, Both good,
1: both um, good Like, this year I feel, oh, I feel like so far Jason Tatum's Looks like The best yeah. Oh, we love, pick, we love pick. And
0: we love Jalen Brown um, Just two seconds Okay, which team's done the worst job of
1: well, and but in terms course. of basketball, the Lakers. Lakers. So yeah. yeah.
0: So there you go. Should maybe you should have trade him away.
1: Nah, I, I, I don't think they should have traded him away. I'm going to stay by that. All right. So you're I saying
0: Kobe know. was more special than Paul Pierce? And yeah, I think so. Yeah.
1: Like if you talk, if you talk to someone who doesn't know anything about basketball, yeah, and you say who's your favorite team, yeah, often they'll say the Lakers because the yeah. they don't know any other team. Yeah. And then and you'll be like, who's your favorite player? And yeah. they'll be like, Co- Kobe. Yeah. They but, won't know. But um, anymore. Uh, I had quite like a the, funny. The haircut. Lakers are
0: famous because of Magic Johnson, Shaquille O'Neal, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. They got like twelve players that are famous. Mm-hmm. Just, he's the most recent. You just got recently He's the last famous yeah. Laker.
1: Um, but surely I, I'd, I'd consider him like the main one.
0: No, Magic Johnson.
1: I guess. I guess I it depends in what 90s. area you're from. If you're from the '80s, yeah.
0: then it's Magic Johnson. If you're from the, um, I just 50s, I think of Magic Johnson. Then it's um, George Mikan. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I reckon Jerry West for a long time before Magic Magic's hurt they're like, his legacy
1: gonna... By being so bad on Twitter What'd you say? Magic's hurt his legacy yeah, by, by being, such being an so idiot. bad on Twitter
0: But who knows It looked for a brief moment Like they were turning the Lakers around And then now It doesn't look like they're turning the Lakers around again um, Putting so much pressure on Lonzo Ball
1: I had something good to say no, Oh, just no. I got a haircut recently What? I, um,
0: I had something good to say I got a haircut recently No,
1: at Gin and Jen yeah, shout The not second episode, time you've mentioned Jin and Jen Go yeah, back to shout Jin and Jen. And um, it was actually the one time I've had a bad haircut there. It was—I said recently, it was like—it was actually like last year. I was just thinking but, um, yeah, it looks shit. But I the know? guy was cutting, and he, and it was the one time the hairdressers like spoken to me as they cut it. One of the reasons I go there is because it's just silent. <laughs> and, uh,
0: Can you listen to a podcast? Listen to our podcast while you're there.
1: I'm not listening to our own podcast. That'd be cool. But you could, you could, if your listeners could. Yeah. Um, that would be and, the and, ultimate and,
0: um, advanced analytics experience would be to go to Jin and Jin in Auckland and listen to the podcast yeah. and get a haircut.
1: And then go get a sea and Cheese from uh, Burgerfield. <laughs> it's nearby. It's only like a three-minute walk from Jin and Jin. Yeah, there's a
0: Burgerfield everywhere, mate. Um,
1: but he, he started talking to me, and when he found out I liked basketball, he was like, he, he was like, oh, yeah, I like a bit of basketball. And he was like, I like the Lakers. And then he was like, how's... Um... He brought up Steve Nash and Dwight Howard. And I was like, I'd forgotten those guys even played. For me. Like, it was like it was so long ago. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, it's oh no, nah, yeah. they're, they're actually, yeah, they've they've moved on. Like in fact, it, Steve Nash doesn't play anymore. Was he gutted? Uh, yeah, a little bit.
0: I um yeah, and Dwight Howard still sadly playing in the NBA. Still sadly, everywhere he goes, he gets their hopes up. Went to the Rockets. Like this is our year. No. Went to the um, Hawks, like we're turning it round. No, mm. went to the um, e- even I bought into the Hornets. I was like, great, they've got Dwight, a solid inside presence. They're going to be great.
1: Yeah. No, it's the curse of the Orlando Magic. You leave, you won't have success.
0: <laughs> All right, um, that's not true. Uh, what about Shaquille O'Neal? Anyway, <laughs> um, okay, we're finishing on a joke. We're fin- we're fi- we've got a new way to finish the show. NBA related?
1: No, 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 we're not finishing yet. What do we got? Clip of the week.
0: Oh, I forgot the segment exists.
1: I got uh, uh, this time. I went with a relevant clip. Oh, wow, like a week.
0: relevant clip. Well, done. this um, is a segment where Paul plays a video clip um, over the audio podcast, and uh, it's suffering every week. Uh, what, if you found the clip on the internet, it's probably worth it. Watch your clip
1: this week. Okay, here we go. Okay. What
0: was working so well for you? Career highs and points, blocks, assists. Process. <laughs> Two-star process. Did it get any better than that? What was the key to all of this, Joel? Uh, just being aggressive. I did the same thing against the Clippers, and tonight I just want to come out and, you know, uh, get down low and be a best on there. Well, and against the Clippers after that line, 32 and 16, you said you were only at about 50%. What are you at now, big boy? Uh, you know, he's gotten a little bit up. Uh, still working on my condition, so I'll say 50
1: no, sixty nine percent. So I'm at sixty nine percent. So he's getting the. All right, well. Okay, your clips are always so long. So that was part one. What? I actually got a second clip to play as well.
0: Okay. Well, okay. Can you? You gave no setup for that. That was Joel Embiid after his big game against the Lakers, scoring forty yes. something points. Yes. Yeah.
1: What? Well, um, Career high game. What were
0: we supposed to listen to in there? What was the key thing? Was that Kevin uh, Hart yelling, "Trust the process"?
1: Yeah. So that was there was a lot going on. First, Kevin Hart came up and started chanting, trust the process.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, then, uh, I'm pretty sure he said the B word at one stage. He wanted to be a B word in there. <laughs> he might not have. And then uh, he, he said he was at, he started saying 50 something. Yeah. And then, and then when he realized it was a chance to say 69. Comedy.
0: Yeah. Never give up the chance to say a joke.
1: Yeah. Uh, he said he was at 69%. Yeah. With a, a real straight face. Yeah. And um, and then that brings me to the second clip uh, oh I wanted to play. Please. Which is... Uh, Do you want to set it up? A bit of context. It's the... Thank God. Uh, go- it was yesterday's game, Golden State versus Philadelphia. Yeah. And it's the Golden State Warriors uh, commentators.
0: A little bit lighter as he throws that away. But the problem, Jim, any cardio, he's pounding that seven-foot body. So... You, know, you want him to lean up even more yeah. to take less stress off his
1: feet. Guess what? They can measure everything nowadays. And I talked to somebody from their staff as mature just have to roll away. And they said right now he's only at 69% of his potential <laughs> being in shape. <laughs> wow.
0: Okay, I don't know how they exactly expressed it, but he's at 69% oh. level. So he's not at 100% in shape yet. Oh. About that? So, yeah.
1: Unbelievable
0: He doesn't They don't know That he's doing a joke No
1: But also It's weird how he kind of lies He's like I hear from someone In in their camp You caught him Yeah
0: And that's what they do All the time I bet Yeah They pretend they've got Inside information It's amazing Was that the Warriors or the Philadelphia commentary team?
1: That was the Warriors. That's
0: so funny. I got some inside information. He's at sixty nine percent. Yeah, and he's like, I'm also, not sure how
1: they measure that. Well,
0: yeah, yeah. How do you measure what percentage people are at? Like, yeah. I, it's a saying, and people might say fifty percent or seventy five percent. If you're fifty percent, you're probably not ready to play. Like, it feels if, if people do well and say they're at fifty percent, they're lying. Like yeah. Joel and Fifty
1: percent is quite bad. Like, you should be in bed.
0: Like, and Joel and <laughs> is going to regret saying that was 69 percent because. Like that could be one of the greatest games of his career. Yeah, that's true. Oh, oh, okay, maybe he goes on to have a 75-point game. I don't know. But I'm guessing 45 points or whatever he scored is probably going to be, that's pretty much 100% Joel. Mm. It doesn't get much better than that. Um, especially you don't get much defenses that are worse than the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm going to finish on a joke. Okay. Are you going to do the joke? Uh,
1: well, I haven't We've been trying to one. write NBA jokes. I haven't prepared one, but maybe when I hear yours, I'll, I'll kind of improvise one.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, my my uh, my joke, my NBA joke. Um, this is going to be a real ripper. Burn the house down. Is name two New Zealanders in the NBA involved in, in the NBA? Stephen Steve. Adams. Oh, th- th- okay, three. If yeah, you I, count your marks,
1: I, I was thrown off because I was like, that just seems like a trivia question. Name that three.
0: New Zealanders involved. I can only
1: I can only name two:
0: Stephen Adams, Sean Marks, and Amari Stodemeyer. That is good. That is good.
1: That is good.
0: So a Maori. It it required me to say the word Maori wrong, Maori. Yeah. But Amari, and it also required me to South
1: Island styles.
0: It it also, it it also, it also required me to um say uh, uh. Amaldi, Amari Stoudemire. I just, I just tried to say Am, Amari Amaldi. Yeah. Okay, Amari Stoudemire was still in the NBA or even involved in basketball. I don't know what he's doing now, probably taking wine baths, but he, he last I heard he was retiring from basketball in Israel. But hell of yeah. a joke. Okay. Is that a low to finish the podcast um, on or a high? Uh,
1: well, I'm trying to think of a joke. Okay. Uh, it's, it has to be about New Zealand.
0: No, it doesn't know. It just has to be about the NBA, an NBA joke.
1: Uh at least give me a team. To narrow a team
0: it. to write it you're gonna improvise I oh, that was a pre scripted my joke. Yeah, and, and I know I had to change the setup about four times. Um Denver Nuggets.
1: Denver Nuggets. Um, <laughs> um oh, why, why why was um why why did the Denver Nuggets player why was he sulking? Why? Oh, because he was a bit moody, eh?
0: <laughs> We're just doing the pun gun. Uh, my it was, was a bit
1: moody, eh? My,
0: it is fun, though. As the starters retire their pun gun, we're just starting one up. Mine um, <laughs> was going to be, um, which uh, which um, Denver Nugget player is the most... Um, uh, is it Nicola or Nikolai? Nicola. Which... I've already given away the punchline. Which um, NBA player for the Denver Nuggets is the most offensive, heckling people on the street? Who? Nicola... Yo bitch That's shocking That's good that Don't is... say it to children though Because it's offensive That is To R18 Adults only joke A little something special To finish a great podcast on Thank you to everyone Who listened to la- Who lasted to this minute I love being part of it Paul do you love being part of it?
1: Uh, yes I just want to do one more joke Oh my god Well why would we dig ourselves nah, Into a it's deeper bad. hole? That's real bad We'll say it It's not even really a joke Yeah um, who's uh? Who's the f- f- fr- who's the my best friend? Who is your best friend on the Nuggets?
0: Who's your best friend for the Nuggets?
1: Uh, Wilson Chandler Bing. I've been Guy Williams, and I'm so sorry. What's your name? I don't want to say it. <laughs>